This Conversation, presented by White House Custom Color. I'm Jed Toffer. Thanks for listening. You know, my wife Vicki and I have owned and operated our photography studio, V Gallery, for 20 years now. White House has been our lab for the last 16 of those years, and we could not be happier. White House is a family-run business, just like ours. If you haven't already, check them out at whcc.com. And if you want to drop me a line, feel free to email me at jed at whcc.com. For whatever reason, bullying has come up quite a bit lately. It's such a terrible thing for someone to experience. But I keep finding that many times, people who have persevered come out on the other side stronger and more confident. Abby Miller is one such person. She's a riot. She's brilliant. And she's strong. Abby's been through the ups and the downs. She's moved several times. She's actually been told, read, threatened to not start a business by her local competition. And then she did just that in a brand new market. And she's killing it. Sit back and enjoy our conversation about Abby's journey thus far. So this is really ironic that I'm the one talking into a microphone and I'm like afraid of them. I'm like, eh. Are you afraid of microphones? I kind of am. They do bite. I, I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me who you are and where you're from and what you do. I am Abby Miller, and I, where I'm from is kind of a loaded question because I've well, lived something. in a lot of places. Not as many as some people, but um, I'm from the Chicago area originally. Mm-hmm. We, um, I went to Iowa. Go Hawkeyes. Oh, Hawkeye. I always, then, I always say Hawkeye or Cyclone, but then I see right away yes. that you're wearing Yes, I am. Right. Today I am. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a job out of college in Bloomington, Illinois. That's and like 30 minutes away from yes, my house. Yes, yes. Oh, we could do some State talking farm? later. Uh, high school Spanish teacher. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah, the other huge business in Bloomington is yes. high school Spanish teacher. But I teachers. did I did a temp job. After that didn't work out for me okay. because... Um, I'm going to put this very nicely. The kids weren't very nice and the parents weren't nice either. Is that right? Yeah. I was told, I look like I'm, when I graduated from college, I looked like I was 16. Oh. So I get it. But they didn't respect you. No. And I had a, more than one parent tell me I was not qualified to teach, even though I had the teaching degree and, you know, everything else along with That's it. That's a big level of disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Do you know why? Because I didn't have kids. Oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. So well, I'm sorry I, to hear that. I love teachers and I have a huge respect for them because I went through that for two years. And yeah. yeah. Well, that's ugly. Yeah. So, um, but I did a temp job at State Farm. You did? Okay. Yes, I did. Right. And then during this whole time in Bloomington, I met my husband. Hmm. And he wasn't my husband yet, though. Wouldn't that be funny if, it, if he was? <laughs> I'm so sorry. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get it. I was a little slow on the uptake, but I get it now. That was um, well done. <laughs> but, so he was in radio at the time, and we moved to Des Moines. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Lincoln, Nebraska. Oh my! And then we moved to Omaha, Nebraska. All the Midwest hot spots. Oh yes. Yeah. And um, then we moved to um, Milwaukee, and that's where another I met. Midwest hot. Spot. Yes. Yeah. So we did a circle. <laughs> and that's where you ended up. Yes, and right. we've been there for ten years. What's which... Milwaukee like for you as a photographer? 
um, as a photographer, mm-hmm. it's very saturated. Is it? Yeah, yeah. I like it. I, I mean, not the saturation part, but the environment mm-hmm. and the landscape and mm-hmm. the different things you can find to bring your subjects to. Um, but then I see like all these photographers who post beach, like oh, San Diego. All the coast and, stuff. I know. Oh, it. yeah. And like all that kind of stuff. Like I, and the mountain stuff. You want what right. you don't have, right. essentially. So, right. yeah, that's what that lots is. Lots of them come to us and say, if only I had those never ending cornfields. Yeah. Yeah. With... Or the woods, <laughs> the wooded areas. Well, the woods, right, yeah. Right. Yeah. I was sort of not telling the truth there, but. <laughs> Well, you I've know, never had that happen. But some people like that look, though, well, and they would say that. I think not it's realizing ni- <laughs> that. I think it's nice to have that option when all you have is beautiful beaches and mountains, maybe just because again it's different. But that's the yes. only reason why you would want the it. only reason, right? So right, yeah, right. but so yeah, so I, um, I, my story of how I became a photographer mm-hmm. was long process because I was a Spanish teacher. Mm -hmm. That was what I went to school for. That was your major? Yes. Mm -hmm. And that was like what I was going to do. Your passion also. Well, sort of. Because before that, I, when I went to Iowa, I was in journalism. Oh. And then I had to take, as a freshman, you have to take the weed out class, the history of journalism 101. That's the weed out? Yeah, it worked. (laughs) It worked for you. It did. <laughs> okay. So that, but so this was in 1990 something. Yeah. Three. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I I'd rather drop it than fail. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I love writing. Yeah. I love writing. I am yep. a weirdo like that because most photographers don't like to write. But most that is people don't true, like to write. True. True. I don't so, like to write, but my English teacher used to say this. And it, and it struck a chord with me. He said, I don't like to write, but I love having written. Yes. And I'm, that's me. And you know, a lot of things are like that. Mm-hmm. I like, I don't like to clean. But you love but having I like, cleaned. I like having a clean house. <laughs> well, but that's even different. Okay. Because <laughs> I love having a clean house. Yeah. And I don't like cleaning and I don't love having cleaned. Okay. So I like when somebody else cleans my house. That, because okay, I like having a clean house. You are I so actually, right. I actually don't like to write. It's a chore for me. Okay. Yeah. But I do it sometimes anyway. Right. Because I love having written. Like okay. the actual piece the itself. Feeling like, of the feeling of accomplishment. Yes. Yes. And, yes. and like I created that. Like it didn't exist before. Yes. It's kind of like, a, I, I imagine, because I'm not a photographer, but I imagine a photographer can feel this to look back on what they did. And know that they made that, especially when they print a piece. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Okay, a little digression there. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but so I um, thought as a freshman in college in 1993, you know what? I love writing so much that I'd rather just do it for, like, fun. for fun instead of being forced to do it. Right. Which is funny because now being a photographer, that's what so many people told me when I was starting. (laughs) You don't want to do a business because then you'll hate photography. Right, because then you'll be in a position where you have to do it. Yes, yes. So um, my youngest is 12 years old and we're in Milwaukee Mm -hmm. and he was at the time going to be a kindergartner, full day kindergartner. And I realized that I couldn't be a stay at home mom if there's no kids staying at home with me. So, oh, right. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So I was like, I need to do something. And I, it's not like a matter of 
I mean, money's great, but like, it wasn't like I'm broke and I need all the money. No, like it was just that I need to do things. You need, you felt compelled to do something rather than just be at home. Yes. So I was going to write a book. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was the year I self-diagnosed my ADHD. Oh, (laughs) when you were supposed to write the book. Yeah. I didn't get even a chapter done. (laughs) Did you say in a year? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wish. I, see, every so often, every so often on this, I wish that people could see a person's face. <laughs> and it was like you saw me discovering that you said a year and putting that together. <laughs> You're like, uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. So <laughs> that was perfect. Oh my god, that was great. Okay, so, so you discovered yes, you had ADHD. So during that year, right. I also was asked. Um, Because I finally saved money to get a DSLR. Like I had been dreaming for so many years um, because I I don't like credit cards. Like I use them, but I don't... Something like that, which is like a luxury item, I'm not going to put on my credit card. Okay. So I was going to save money for it. And then the year I was going to buy it, we that was when we moved to Milwaukee. Oh. So we kind of had to... A little setback. Yeah. Use okay. my money for that. Sure. So I finally got my DSLR and I'm fake writing a book. <laughs> fake writing. And mm-hmm. then um, friends were asking me to do their family photos. And I why, did. Why did they ask you to Because do they saw some of the photos I was posting. Right. And posted like, a few things and like, yeah. Hey, and Facebook us. was around. I was right. posting on Flickr. Right. Remember Flickr? Oh, I remember Flickr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. And so I would get friends here and there asking. And like one of them even gave me a $25 gift card for Barnes and Noble. And you're like, what? And I was seriously, Jackpot. I'm like, I am going to buy myself a book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Maybe a even deal. a magazine too. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> So um, then my husband, yeah. I love him. He's so supportive of me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know why. Like, <laughs> It might be because he loves you. Well, I don't yeah. know that for but, sure, but so I'm guessing. So he spent that whole time telling me, like knocking on my forehead. Knock, knock. Can I knock on the microphone? Yeah, yeah. Um, do you know people get paid real money for this? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, you. no, I can't start a business. No, right. not me. Right. And so I... Finally, um, in December, my birthday is December 5th, in case anyone wants to know. Mm-hmm. December um, 5th. Yes. So I turned 38 okay. and I had my like midlife crisis kind of thing. Like, okay. oh, what am I going to do? And where am I at? And I'm going to be 40. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I made the decision, no joke, that day. I'm like, I'm going to start a photography business and I'm going to do it now. And in two years... When I turn 40, I will know if it's successful or not. Oh, I see. Because that's the amount of time it takes for a business to either fail or succeed. Like you wanted to, you gave yourself that time. Yeah. And that I didn't want to turn 40 and have regrets. So Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just like remembering what those days were like for me. <laughs> regrets like, or? Well, no, but like <laughs> coming up to your 40th. Yeah. It, for for me, and I, maybe this is what's resonating, is that I felt as though I looked back and and did kind of like a like a self evaluation yeah, on yeah. my life, and like here I'm. Oh, I remember when my dad turned forty, and oh. I think that was a big like I remember it well. I was fifteen, okay, so I was old enough, and I remember it really well. And it was it was a big deal when my dad turned forty. So for me, like that number was always 
a big deal. And, and like to see, like you see 40 coming mm-hmm. and then you think I want to get there and look back on those, on those years okay, and be happy with what I'm, with what I've yeah, accomplished. And I and think it was similar. It was just mm-hmm. that I didn't want to turn 40 and have well, I wanted to turn 40, right. but I didn't want to turn 40 with that like feeling of heaviness of like, I didn't do that. And I wish I had, I wish I would have. Yeah. Right. I right. don't, I didn't want to have any, right. I didn't want to be that person that, that was like, Oh, I wish I had like traveled more or well, I always do that, but right. I wish I had done this or that. And I was like, I'm starting this business. So December 17th, we had the website and the company and the name and January 1st, 2012, it went live okay. and it's been seven years. Awesome. Yes. So the end, not the end, right. but the end of that's, that story. Yeah. Um, so, and now I'm here and it's been a journey. What part of that journey have you experienced as the hardest part? The first year. The first year, for sure. What Hands hap- down. What, what happened? Um, I didn't have any clients. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. I didn't have support from, well, I had it from my husband, yeah. but I mean like, any education as far as other photographers cheering me on. And I don't mean like, here, take my clients. I know that's not realistic, but like, I didn't have any friends in Milwaukee, period. Oh, because you had moved there. Yes. Right. So there's that. And then, I, like, so you didn't the, have like a community of I, friends to support you in I your had, endeavors. Right. Is what and you're then saying. I didn't have, so I had reached out to some photographers and they basically told me, don't do it. <laughs> And not because like they were mob, trying to, like mob mentality. Don't do it, or mm-hmm. like don't do it because it's so hard for us. And it's, no. so it's like don't you better not do it. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. I'm sorry to laugh, but that they mean girled me. That's extreme. Yeah, they mean girled me. Don't do it, Abby. Yeah, but it but they because and like like I was gonna be stepping on their turf. Okay. You know. But weren't there already a lot anyway? Yeah. <laughs> And here's the thing, and this is what I believe then and I believe now. We are all so different. Yeah. I don't specialize in what they specialize. There's the first thing. And then the second thing is, even if I did, we see things so differently. Well, and how big is Milwaukee in the Milwaukee area? Uh, you're asking me a question about numbers? Yeah, but it's, it's high. It's big. And yeah. you're not all that far from Chicago. Right. So you legitimately have millions of people that you can draw oh, from. absolutely. And you don't need very many in a relative sense. So right. that's the part that always gets to me about people that freak out about their market mm-hmm. in huge markets. Yeah. Right? Like there are enough people to go around. In, in certainly in markets. I mean, I talk yes. to people that are in towns of 2,000. You know, up 1,000 people. And they're doing just fine. Yeah. yeah. Many, many of them yep. really, really are. Now, I get that there are people that struggle everywhere. But I, if, you're in, if you're in a market where you can draw from millions mm-hmm. of people, I don't know, man. You're not going to get a lot of sympathy yeah. from me. Yeah. So, you know what, though? It was just another struggle and mm-hmm. another obstacle that I had to just look past. Yeah. You know? Um, How'd you do it? I mean, n- knowing that that was what you were up against regarding your your peers, I'll say. How did you how did you handle the the mean girl aspect of that? I I've always had issues with that. Like I was bullied in middle school. I think we all were, but like I have images in my head of people in a circle around me on the playground bullying me. 
So I've gotten over it. Well, clearly I haven't. <laughs> well, I mean, well, no, but, I, but, I, that, but you just move on from it. And you know that they are not living your life. Hmm. They are not in control of how you feel about yourself. Hmm. And they... Isn't that easier said than done? It though? totally is. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about it from here, from like 50 feet, you know? Right. But at the time, I mean, oh my gosh, my first year in business, I think I cried myself to sleep every night. Oh my. I mean, it was bad. I've lost friends over it because I was hired for something out of my expertise and I was very clear with my friend that this is not what I do, but I still did what I would have done for myself. It was a birthday party. Okay. And... I'm sorry to laugh. Yeah. Gosh, you you make me laugh over the things that I should not be laughing at. When you said a birthday party, I'm thinking like this, it's this big Mm-mm. thing. It's a birthday party. Well, okay. it was kind of a big first birthday party. Oh, but, okay. But All right. she was very cruel to me. Oh, well, that's not funny. And it like, it really hurt. She broke up a friend of mine um, and I after a lifelong friendship and told me that I was not good and because you didn't photograph the birthday party the way she wanted you to yeah even though she didn't tell me anything beforehand well that's something and i asked all the questions yeah i asked all the questions i did and she just wasn't happy so and you know that's the thing those kinds of things they sit with you but they also make you stronger yeah and that's kind of where i'm at Mm -hmm. yeah how does this happen that you turn this interview into therapy for every single person you interview? Is this therapy? <laughs> I, 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 I'm, I was, as, I like put, I'm trying to like put myself there and you say these things and I really want to know. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, like to say that you had the image of like all those kids standing around you, that sounds really traumatic to me and to, and to connect yeah. it to where you are in a market where you like reach out for help and people are like, don't, don't don't do it, yeah. Abby. Hey, don't stay away from the photographer. Like I see, <laughs> I got this mafia thing going on in my mind. Yeah. Like don't do it, or like it's a threat. Yeah. Well, it's a bullying thing. Yes. Yeah. And it to really me, is. that is significant. Yeah. And, and I know that other people have experienced that. I know yes. other people have gone through that. Yes, I know that. And have. I think it's so awful, mm-hmm. you know. And we went through that to a much a much smaller degree. At one point, there was a group of gentlemen because it was the old boys club Mm. 20 years ago that that decided to uh organize a boycott against uh one of my wife's first programs oh my gosh and i remember that and i remember being incensed by it Mm. like just so angry about it and most of them apologized and it was made right but i understand what it's like to, well, I, it wasn't me directly that was going through that, but I was right there with her yeah. and I saw what it did to her and oh, I yeah. saw how it happened. And I just don't, I don't want that for this industry. Or, and I think or there are humans. Well, of course, of course that. <laughs> but yes, definitely this. Yeah. But I don't, I, I just don't want, and we're adults. We're not I in, know. we're not in sixth grade, you know? I know. Some of us are in our forties. And that's why... I'm not by any means like the expert photographer on like anything. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm doing enough. I'm good at what I do. I believe that. And um, people hire me. So there's my proof. Well, this was year one too, yes, right? Yes. But so like get... going forward though, like right. I 
I have no reason to be mean to other photographers, right? like to block them out. And I've helped other local photographers switch from shoot and burn to IPS. So how come you're not acting out of fear the way they are? That is a good question. You're saying I have no reason to be mean to other photographers. Well, really, they don't have any legitimate reason to be mean to you either or right. anybody else. But they, but they are anyway. So why do you not act out of that fear the way that they do? Because I'm making the huge leap that's not really a huge leap, that they're acting out of fear. Sure, and insecurity. How, right. Yeah. How come you're not? Or how come you don't? I, because I think people should be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's really so naive of me to say that. And it's like Pollyanna, hello. But don't you think but, they would say the same thing? If I ask them that, they're going to say, well, I think people should be nice. And then they're not. What I'm well, saying is you think people should be nice too. But I mean it. Not only do you mean it, <laughs> but you do it. Like yeah. there's a, there's a, there's a big, Thank you. there's a gigantic chasm there Yeah. between saying something and then doing that something. I just, there's, I, it incenses me that there's so much that's effect, hatred. That's an effective word for this, isn't it? Incense, to be incensed. It does. It yeah. makes me feel indignant. Yeah. There's another word. I like that one too. Yeah. Um, but like, why do people have to be? rude, mean, mm. cut down other people. Mm -hmm. And we're in an industry of artists Yeah, and we are sensitive souls. Right. We are, we are, we are. And, and I'm not even that, that far into my right brain as many of you or most of you. But are. like, seriously, like right. if, uh, if David Beckham, I adore him. If he came up to me and said, you know, I've been checking out your website and you really suck. Oh, I thought like, you were going the other way with no, it. No, no. But like, if he had said that to me, I, like, what would I even do? Like, <laughs> but like, there's no reason. Okay. I'm so sorry. Because, okay. I hope you edit this because now I totally oh, yeah. lost my train of thought. Well, like, you said it, you, you were saying that if, if David Beckham came up and, and broke your heart like that, yeah. what would you even do as in, a, in relation to people that, that you don't know that, that are like in your community. Yeah. Now I totally lost my train of well, thought. Well, you got wrapped up in David Beckham. I know. Well, David Beckham is so, ta I told him that the other so day. So talented. I want to be really? him when I grow up. <laughs> and then, um, that is kind of weird because I don't think I can grow a beard. <laughs> but no, I really, I like his work a lot. He's a fantastic yeah, photographer. Yeah, super yeah. amazing. Yeah. But I just... I feel like I would rather share the knowledge and build other people up. Mm -hmm. And it goes to that um, rising tide brings up Raises all, all ships. Yes. Thank yeah. you for finishing that for me. I love, I love yeah. that saying. I, I believe it. Mm -hmm. I do. Because anyone insulting someone else and not having it be constructive. Now there's the difference. It doesn't do any good. No. It just hurts people and then gives them needs to come on podcasts and have therapy, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will be careful how I look at that. Yes. Now. No, I'm just kidding. So what was year two through seven like then? I mean, what, so, else, what else happened? My, well, if my year first, one was so yeah. hard, how do, you, how do you recover from that? Because I told myself that, one, I don't give up. And two, I said I was going to do two years. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I'm so sorry that I didn't take that into the equation. You committed, well, you committed to the two years. Yeah, to myself, but yeah, and my husband. He, he helped me so much. But 
yeah. And also I felt like there was something there. I had, you, you I didn't had a, have, you had a feeling. I didn't have no clients. I actually, my first year in business had 12. Okay. And two of those were the same people. Okay. <laughs> so it was really 10, okay. but, um, <laughs> is that right? Yeah. 11. 11. Right. Okay. See math. It's okay. Um, the second year I had 24 clients. Doubled. Mm-hmm. More than doubled. Yep. And then I realized my third year, I should stop counting clients and start counting the amount of money they're giving me. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Right. But so then um, literally my business has just kept building and doubling. Why? Because I never stopped working. Is that it? Mm-hmm. I never stopped. I built my business from knowing zero people in a town of yep. million something. It's 8 trillion people. I really don't know. It's well, a lot. Make, I mean, if you're yeah. drawing from Chicago, everybody knows what Chicago yeah, is, right? Yeah. You're close enough that you can't, even, even if you're not, right. you have the opportunity to. It's realistic for you to get somebody from yeah. at, at least northern Chicago or yep. northwest suburbs of Chicago. Absolutely. Well, and especially because I was marketing to there to an extent because that's where I did know people. Right. So Well, and that's not even to say, I mean, Milwaukee's plenty big on its own. Yeah. So you have, your market's plenty mm-hmm. big. Why would your clients say they come to you if I asked one of them? Um, because I, I'm real. I make them comfortable. Mm-hmm. And... They leave happy. What are things that you put into place to make sure that happens? Like, what are things that okay. you do cognizantly? You like, you do this intentionally one thing, to achieve that. Yeah, one thing. This is one of my favorite little tricks is that um, I pretend like I'm not ready for their <laughs> session. What? So, like, let's I'm sorry, say, I laugh when I hear something that I've never heard before. This is a so new like, one So, like, let's me. say I have a headshot client coming in. Mm-hmm. To my studio. (laughs) And (laughs) I say that with such excitement. I like it. Um, You're excited about it, right? I am. I really am. So so I have a headshot client coming in. I am set. Like, the lights are set up, Mm -hmm. the background set up, if I know what it's going to be. and And I might have the wrong lens on my camera on purpose. And I may not. Keep going. I am fascinated by what you're doing here. It gives me a chance to small talk with them. Because they're there. They're there, and they're probably nine people out of ten come in, and they walk in, they take one step in, and after they compliment me on my beautiful studio. Right, right, good. <laughs> yeah, they, they're like, I am so nervous. And I'm like, I know, because I had my headshot taken, and I was a wreck. So don't worry, we, I got you. And then I fumble around and pretend like I'm not ready, but in the whole time, I'm talking to them. Tell me why you're here. Tell me what you do. What is this headshot for? You have doctor-patient privilege, so I won't tell anyone if you're looking for a job. And like all of that kind of thing. Awesome. And like I make them comfortable. So and- you are intentionally building in some time and some space yes. so that you have an opportunity to create a rapport yep. with them and kind of diffuse them a little yeah. bit. Yeah. By like, th- like even simple things like having the wrong lens on your camera on purpose. Yes. Beforehand. Yes. My favorite is when I show up like on location with a awkward, an awkward senior boy, and yeah. 
that is a little different because I actually may not be set up because we have to roll. <laughs> like we have to go like right. to wherever we're going to go. Like we but meet it in the still parking works lot. The same. But it's the same thing. Right. And the thing is, is that these kids, especially the boys, they don't want to be there. Right. And so I just talk to them. I make a fool out of myself. A little bit, yeah. And make sure that they realize this woman is a moron. <laughs> Great. And that like, that like relaxes them. They like they see. They like melt. They feel comfortable. Yeah. And then right. once I set up, I'm like, just relax. I'm doing a test shot for lights. Mm-hmm. And then once I get the light set and I t- kind of coach them on how to stand and pose a little bit. And then I show them the first shot and they're mine. Then it's over. Yep. And their confidence. And same thing with headshot clients. I mean, same thing with anyone. Yeah. What sort of advice do you give? Other photographers, like, okay, let's say there's a new one, a new photographer. Let's say you get the call. Okay. Right? You get the call that you gave out, that you did mm-hmm. seven years ago. You get that call. I've you're gotten not, it. You're, well, then you're not going to tell them, don't do it. No. What do you say? I actually have gotten that call several times, and I help them. How? Make sure they're set up for business. Like, that's the first thing. Like, do you go there? No. Well, one time it was out of state, so I couldn't do that. But right. no, I just kind of guide them. I Okay, so shameless plug, I always tell them to join PPA. You do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's great. It, it, I mean, it's like... It's a no-brainer. A no-brainer. For people that know, it's a no-brainer. Yeah. If you don't know, then you should just do it. And I help, the, I like make sure that if they don't have a resource locally... Business-wise, like a lawyer, an accountant, all yeah. of those things, just to make sure, even if they don't use an accountant for bookkeeping, right? Like that, they're set up, right? Correctly paying their taxes. You get them. You go through that process with them. Well, I mean, I don't like hold their hands, right? But I tell them that is the first thing you need to do before you emphasize you... the importance of that. Yeah. So that they can prioritize it. Yeah. Appropriately. Also, there are too many. Illegal photographers. There's there's a few of those. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I just want, if I'm going to help you, I want you to do it right. 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 For your own benefit. Right. You know, like I'm not going to guide you and then say, oh, I I should have told you, you need to pay taxes. (laughs) Oh, by the way, taxes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then, like, really, you know, whatever they ask me, I I've helped. Like I said, I helped people locally switch from um, shoot and burn to IPS. Big deal. And because it helps all of us. Yep, it's good for everybody. Yeah. It's a win, 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 win. It really Lots is. Lots of wins. Yep. And I mean, again, I said this earlier, I'm not like the IPS expert. Right. But I've been, I, I've been doing it since I started. Right. That's and, a big deal. That's which a lot is, of experience. It's unusual. Yeah. Because, and the reason is, I have 20 years of retail experience. That helps. So... Yeah. You know, like adding on the sale is mm-hmm. not something I just learned. Right. It's something I learned when I was 16. You were already familiar with the Working concept. Working at the Gap. Right. <laughs> Would you like another pocket tea? Hey, there's a reason the Gap became is, the Gap. Yep. Yep. What does the next year look like for you? The next year is um, going to be a big one. Um, last year, I had a huge milestone in my business. Mm. And... Um, so this year I'm going to continue on that path towards success. I've been published and I plan to be published again. In well, what was the milestone last year? Oh. You're not going to tell me? 
Um, I became a six-figure photographer. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like mind-blowing yeah. to me. Yeah. Mind-blowing. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, I got I had got a studio um, a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. So I got to come out of my lower level. Right. Yes. I like that residential studio name that people have been saying around. Yeah. But um, I, I always called it my lower level. Oh, yeah. I yeah. get it. And then people looked at me and I'm like, you know, like in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. But, yeah. But so this year, I just want to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I want to keep learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm at the point where... I, this year is going to be telling if I end up hiring any staff. Oh, that's the big fork yes. in the road. And I'm kind of there, yeah. but I, I'm going to kind of, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I'm at that point right now where it's going to be busy season after I finish blinking. Yeah. And <laughs> no, right. Yeah. And so I need to figure out what I'm going to do. And how I'm going to, and really like I've been thinking about it. The big thing I need is someone to come to sessions and hold my gear. Cause an, an assistance. It, it takes so much time. Right. To well, like, if that's the type of person that you need, I mean, yeah. you have to, don't you step back and you kind of evaluate the situation and think like, where, where could I use the most help or yeah. what type of, what type of person is going to make the biggest impact for yes. me? Where am I going to get the most bang for my buck? And I think that is one of the starts of it. Um, I am so glad that I've listened to advice in my past, but mm. I've been outsourcing my editing for like three years. That's a big deal too. And I mean, I see photographers posting on message boards saying, I can't keep my eyes open. I'm so right. tired. Right. I've been editing all night. I had two hours of sleep. I'm right. like, Ooh, I had eight hours of sleep. Yeah. Well, maybe not, but yeah. Six, maybe. Six. A lot more than two. But uh, it's the best thing I have right. ever done. Right. Yeah. But so like, I want to keep in that trajectory and just keep going. I love it. I love helping that headshot client who hates having their photo taken. Yeah. Leave my studio happy. That's the relational piece, even. Yes. And then they're going to come back to you. Yes. And actually, so I call my headshots um, my gateway drug. Oh. Yes. Hey, that's very interesting. Yes. You have that funnel set up. Yes, I do. Well, right. because everyone who comes into me has some sort of family. Right. And whether it be their cats, their dogs, or their right. kids. Right. Or their mom or whoever. Right. And so they'll, they, I want them to come. get that little piece. Yeah, I want them. So now I hope my clients aren't listening to this. <laughs> well, no, that, I think yeah. you're not doing it maliciously. No, like, not at that's all. That's the way that you're putting yourself out there to like say, yeah. hey, come and, come and see what, what I like. have to offer you and yeah. who I am. Yep. And it, and it works. I mean, I've had headshot clients who have come to me for their kids' senior photos. Right. I've had kids' senior photos whose parents have come to me for headshots, too. So it's a, it's a, it's a fantastic way to get, to get clients. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I just, I love hearing someone say, that's me. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, mm-hmm. like I could just skip home after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. And, and I am one of those um, senior photographers who don't require hair and makeup. Oh. I have offered it forever. Right. 
and no one ever wants it. Is that right? Yeah. But I think, I don't know why. I wonder if it's Milwaukee. I'm not really sure, but I don't care because it's them. Right. And it's working. Yeah. And it's totally working. And you know, they come some, you know, the girls will come made up. Yeah. If that's what they do. Right. If that's who they are. But otherwise I, it's them. Right. You don't want, you don't want to photograph somebody that's not, not being themselves. Right. 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 Where, where can people find you on the interwebs? I am on, uh, my website is Mm storiesframed.com. Facebook is storiesframed. Instagram can you guess? I'm going to go with stories framed. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, you have consistency going yeah. for you there. And I'm on Twitter. And also as stories, stories framed. framed. And I think Abby Miller on LinkedIn. Oh, well, you swip, you turned everything around. I but I think if you, if you searched stories framed, I bet I would come up. Sure. On LinkedIn as well. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so, for doing this with me. Thank Abby. you. This was I'm a pleasure. S- I'm so glad. Thank you. <laughs> Till next time. All right. Bye, Jed. Bye.